When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen, human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Wilson going to the air. Chased out by Daquan Jones. Wilson looking in zone, wide open, touchdown! First NFL touchdown for Zach Wilson! And it goes to Corey Davis. Down the middle, he's got it. Elijah Moore, the 20, the 10, the 5, touchdown! Jones is just caught flat-footed. What an excellent, excellent round. He'll hit immediately got the handoff. You know that's From the playlikeajet.com digital studio, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And it is time for another edition of the Jets 2022 offseason roundtable. So we bring in a first-time guest, huge Jets fan, and also, like me, it appears he's addicted to the mock draft simulators because (laughs) the two of us go back and forth with our mock drafts that we do every day. He is the CEO of Becker News and also has a sub stack. But more importantly than that, he is a long-suffering Jets fan. I believe also a Knicks and Mets fan. So my goodness, does this guy love pain. Mr. Kyle Becker. Kyle, thanks for coming on, brother. Hey, thanks. Let's get this masochism on. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> but, I, yeah, but, but you're right. I am addicted to the mock drafts. Um, you know, I, I love just going through the strategy of it. And, uh, let's, uh, you know, a lot of people have different opinions on it. So let's get after it. For sure. Let's talk about this. There's a lot to discuss in terms of where the Jets are, where the Jets are going. And we'll start with the man that is out front as the decision maker, Joe Douglas, the general manager. We knew when he came in that it was going to be a long process. It wasn't going to be fixed overnight. Where are you right now on Joe Douglas? Are you happy with what he's done so far? Do you think he's shown a positive vision for the future? Tell me about your thoughts on Douglas overall at this point. 
Yeah, I couldn't be more satisfied with Joe Douglas. And I know that's a controversial opinion and some people have really scrutinized his draft. But I think if you go back to his first year, you know, when Adam Gase was there, I, I give him a mulligan on some of that. I think that was a complete uh, cluster stoop of a, of a coaching staff and the development was extremely off. And I think Douglas needed some time to settle in, get his guys in there who he wanted to be in there. Um, and basically you the foundation of it is really bad, which is like the coaching staff um, in terms of going forward, developing guys and so on. I, I, I throw the gay stuff out. He should have never been hired. We all knew that on Jets Twitter or whatever, when Gase was, I was like, Oh, okay, well let's just throw two more years down the drain. That sounds good. Um, but I think, but I think with Joe Douglas, you go back, he finds some, he finds some guys in the middle rounds occasionally that, that, that turned out to be good. I, I, I couldn't be happy with the last draft, you know, with Michael Carter's, both of them actually very good. Um, you know, some of these other guys, uh, you know, I, 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 I think, I think that he has a solid grasp of, of where, what, what he's doing and where he's going. And he's a good draft strategist too, by the way, he knows how to wheel and deal. Um, the Denzel Mems thing has turned out to be a little concerning, um, but I'm, I'm, I'm less pessimistic about him. I think he needs to get his head right. And I think he will be hopefully somebody who can at least contribute. <laughs> that would be oh, by low expectations, just contribute somewhat, but, um, yeah, we'll see, we'll see what he does with this draft. I, I, I'm optimistic about him. Let's talk about the key piece of his last draft, and that is, of course, Zach Wilson. If he turns out to be what we're hoping for, then this is going to be one of the best draft classes the Jets have had in a really long time. Where are you on Wilson right now? Because he struggled early on, seemed to get stronger at the end after he came back from the injury, particularly after that Houston game where he was sort of limping around. Once he appeared to have full mobility in that leg, he really got cooking, and there were no turnovers, even in that disaster. Buffalo game in week 18 are you optimistic about Zach Wilson going forward and if so how optimistic yeah and here's another one where I, I'm kind of uh, more bullish on him uh, than maybe some other Jets fans because we've just you know like we have PTSD <laughs> let's just face it through all the all the years that we've seen we we don't want to believe it until we see it but I think that uh, Wilson has the intangibles. He has the mobility. He has the off schedule and off platform form throws that you look for. But when he came back from his injury, he also showed that he has the pinpoint precision and the ability to limit turnovers, which is really important. I think people forget he's only had like 30 something. I think it was 32, but I don't want to get nailed on that. But it's 30 something uh, uh, snaps with all of the starters, starting receivers that he was expected to have coming into the season um, with Corey Davis and Elijah Moore and all of those guys. Um, so I, I give him a lot of credit. If you look at some of the other start, uh, quarterbacks out of this draft class, whether it's Justin Fields or Trey, uh, Trevor Lawrence, they struggled quite a bit. So I think this draft, draft class should be the one to get him a few weapons, and I really will get into that a little bit later, hopefully. But uh, but I'm, I'm happy with Zach Wilson. I, th I think we see the maturity. Not a lot of quarterbacks, I think, uh, who, who don't have talent can really change their strategy midseason to like, you know, yeah, he was aggressive. He had a lot of over 20 throws, right, in, in the, in the, in the, that were completions at the beginning. He also had a lot of drops. 
but but you saw that right scott i mean like he had he was going downfield over and over and yeah he had the turnovers and and to really come back from injury and change his entire perspective to go back at the tape on the tape i'm sure when he was injured he looked at his tape said like this is what i'm making wrong i got to do more check downs i got to do more accurate throws across the middle of the field and that's exactly what he did and he was successful to, to a large degree Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Wilson's development is going to be in the hands of Robert Sala and Mike LaFleur primarily. How confident are you in this coaching staff, not only to develop Wilson, but also to push the Jets forward in the right direction? Did you like what you saw from Sala and his guys in year number one? I know that it was weird because a lot of people were very down on Mike LaFleur at the beginning of the year, and then by the end of the year, they were very high on him, and the reverse happened with Jeff Ulbrich. Early in the year, it seemed like the defense was overachieving, and fans were all in on him, and then the defense collapsed as the year wore on, and then a lot of people wanted him out of here. Where are you with the staff, and do you think that Salah and those guys are the right ones for the long haul? Yeah, I think that's a really good assessment. Um, I, I I was unhappy with Lafleur at the beginning of the year, and I think he was down, ba- you know, babysitting Wilson. I'm not saying it's unwarranted for a new quarterback, but he was down here by down by his side, trying to reassure him and everything. And I think that was not that's not his strong suit. I think he's up there upstairs as being sort of the field field general behind the offense. And I I think he sh- he showed some creativity. I mean, I think what was it, uh, you know. Uh, who was it? They tried, you know, we had the, uh, the Barrios play where he comes across the middle and then throws it out to the sideline and other teams have tried that and failed. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm just giving you an example. He can be creative and he can be smart. I think he just needs a few more weapons. I mean, like Elijah Moore 
was not there. He's a, he's a, he's a good uh, toy to play with if you're an offensive coordinator and uh, he didn't have him for a lot of the year. Um, but the point is that, that LaFleur has, has some talent as an offensive coordinator. Now Sala, I think is kind of the, you know, just the CEO, the presence. He, he kind of reminds me of like, um, not in a raw, raw way, um, but it, he just has a presence like some of these great coaches. And my, from my perspective, I think like, you know, I, I was thinking about Bill Parcells years, all he's kind of a grouchy guy who is more of a disciplinarian. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying the style is the same, um, but I, but, but Salah has that commanding presence that I think, even though he's, he's more of an optimistic guy, positive guy, a lot of people put him in the camp as a raw, raw guy, but I think they're downplaying the fact that he, he's not somebody you want to mess with. I don't think, I, th- I think that he's somebody who is, is when it comes down to brass tacks, he's a no nonsense guy. And I, and I don't, I don't think he's a lightweight like Gase was as a head coach. Um, so I'm very confident in Salah uh, as a stabilizing presence in this organization. Um, so many people have trust and confidence in the players have said nothing but good things about him, but, it, but th- it's not in such a way that, that it doesn't strike me like he's their buddy. You know, I don't, I don't, I think that's maybe an, you know, sort of an impression that some Jets fans get. If you don't get, if, if you understand where I'm coming from, he's not, he's not like that. I don't, I don't take it. Now, Albrick, Albrick, uh, we got it. We got to break it down by the position groups. I think when we're going to be fair with him as a defensive coordinator, coordinator, uh, horrible overall statistics. Don't get me wrong. I mean, you know, I thir- what was it, 32nd in points allowed. I think this, this kind of stuff is unacceptable in the long term. Um, I think the secondary showed some pro- progress despite being extremely young. Uh, they're very young. Uh, and, uh, you know, Bryce Hall is coming along well. Um, I, I, th- I think that just Michael Carter and, you know, I think if you think you look at the, the the cornerbacks, I think especially as a group that they're they're coming along. The safeties were just decimated. They just they lost their starting safeties at the very beginning of the year, and um, you know, and then um, May Marcus May later, uh, and who knows what's going to happen with him um, going in uh, to next season. So, uh, Albrecht, I, I I give him a D. If you want to get, we're not doing grades yet, but I, or at any point necessarily, but I, I give him a D overall, but that being said, he didn't have Carl Lawson. He didn't have some of these guys. He didn't have all the talent there. So I think jury is still out. If they got, if they wanted to move on from him, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily fight for him. Um, but I would say that he gets an asterisk to some extent from my point of view. The underwhelming performance, to say the least, but they need a few more pieces, to be fair, uh, on that defense. Kyle, let's talk about how they can get those pieces. Some of the players that the Jets have internally are free agents, and then they can go outside externally and look at different players at different positions. Now, you don't have to give me any specific players from the outside, but I want to know what your general strategy would be here. We know that internally you've got Marcus May, who would have been in line for a big payday, but now with the injury and the -the off-the-field stuff, he's about to turn 30. Is he going to be getting a big payday anywhere else? Maybe he sticks around here for a one-year prove-it deal. 
You've got Foley Fadakasi, who's one of the best run stuffers in the league, but the Jets have a lot at the interior defensive line spot. Maybe they don't want to spend there. LaMarcus Joyner coming off an injury, never really even got to play here for the Jets. He's going to be 32 years old. Is that a player they're interested in keeping around? And you look on the offensive side of the ball, and of course, Morgan Moses stepped in admirably this year for an injured Mekhi Becton. Do the Jets want to have an expensive insurance policy and try to bring him back? Braxton Berrios captured the hearts of a lot of Jets fans this year, both as a gadget player, an occasional receiver, and of course, an all-pro kick returner. How far should the Jets go to try and keep him? And then externally, what would you target position-wise? If there are some specific players that you like, you can throw that in too, but what would your battle plan be here in terms of the players they already have that could go elsewhere and players on the outside that they could bring in here to try and fix some of the holes before the draft? I'll be perfectly blunt. I think a lot of the guys that you mentioned are not necessities for this team. If you get the draft right and and you do the free agency. And I think that JD could cut some cap space here very smartly. I, I don't, Marcus may, I, I mean, he's a talented guy, but I don't think he's going to command much of a long-term sort of <laughs> deal. The one, the one year prove it thing, he says a possibility, but I mean, it would have to be like a real discount, uh, to say on here because I think like we're looking more like how to solidify the safety position long-term in the strap. I'm not saying that necessarily means Kyle Hamilton, but uh, I, I think that it's going to be a youth movement. I think we've seen that so far and um, Joe Douglas and Saleh want their guys. And I think the easiest way to do that is through the draft Um the free agency, a lot of times what we've seen with the Jets is they'll pick up these guys. Um, Tremaine Johnson is a great example. <laughs> they'll pick up these guys and then they'll just completely flop. And I'm not saying that that will always be the case because we have a new regime here in, in with the New York Jets that is, for me, a lot more solid than some of the past uh, regimes going, you know, maybe going back to even the Parcel, uh, Parcells area. Even like the Rex Ryan thing was even um, – kind of a kind of a show of its own um so i I, so i think like really a lot of this for me is just about the draft um the free agency market i think like joe douglas will be bargain shopping um i don't think he'll be looking to i I personally do not expect big name free agents to come into this team i I really don't have that expectation at all and i think that's what makes this offseason a little bit different than past offseasons I mean, like a lot of times we were just looking for, you know, like we were all excited when Le'Veon Bell was signed, um, you know, just some of these big names to try to give the Jets some legitimacy, you know, some, you know, in, in the sort of the, the, the group esteem of the team. It's like we we're looking outside of the Jets. Now they're looking inside. They're looking to build from the inside. And um, that's going to mean a lot getting their guys uh, who are Jets from the very beginning who are about that team and, and will be winners and will have that fighting attitude that just they'll, you know, relentless guys with, with high motors and high character who are just going to go get after it. And um, we're not going to look, I don't think this team is going to look outside of the franchise for, for anybody to save them. Um, they want guys who, who they think are pieces that can contribute fine, but Joe Douglas is not going to overpay these guys, not from my opinion. So I think like, okay, so let's go to the to the guys on the inside. Are they going to be here long-term? Barrios, I think it's just going to matter what the market says. Um, he's, for me, he's, 
he's like maybe a number three receiver when it comes to the set offense. Obviously, he's an all pro uh, special teams guy. Um, that and but for me, that's like all well and good, and it's, it's not hard to find. But they had Andre Johnson a few years ago, and he moved on, and we found a guy. So I think, uh, you know, with Barrios, that I think is a contributor. So in my opinion, do you value that highly? I mean, you, you value it for whatever the market does, <laughs> to be honest with you. I, I, I just don't see Barrios as sort of a long-term off- offensive contributor. You know, um, he's fine to have on – he's good. He's fine to have on your team in terms of offense, but I don't – He's he's like he's a guy, he's a guy <laughs> he's good don't get me wrong and I respect him um, for what he does but but I wouldn't overpay him so I think there's just I'm I'm really all about the draft I think I think that's what Joe Douglas is about too so you that's wouldn't go after any of the big ticket items via trade if somebody's available I know Joe Douglas said in his presser that he's not opposed to making trades for established talent but you've heard the whispers about Calvin Ridley DK Metcalf. Daniil Hunter, players like that, you wouldn't make a move like that. Ridley is fine, but I think he's a little bit redundant without a little bit redundant with Elijah Moore. I think they're very similar uh, in, in a lot of ways, and I think the talent levels are similar. I mean, Ridley's a little more established. Don't get me wrong; um, he's one guy I wouldn't be surprised, but it would, the the price would have to be right. I just think like Joe Douglas is a is a is a is a good negotiator, and I don't think that he's he's going to like expend a lot of draft capital to try to get established guys. I just don't think that's where he's coming from. Um, But I think Joe Douglas is going to say the right things and leave his options open. You know, his phone, his phone, you could always, you could always call him if you're in the NFL front office and try to make a deal with him. He's receptive to listen to you, Um, but he's not, he's not going to expend resources. He's not going to expend a lot of resources for a win now strategy. I think a lot of people think that is he's on a hot seat next year. I doubt that. I don't think he's on the hot seat. He's on a hot seat maybe to like prove that they can, they can improve um, and be respectable. But, but really it's more, I think next year is more of a year two than a, you know, than a year three or four or whatever. I think, I think this, the, 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 the owners are more patient with him than, than people think than like a McCagnan, for example, who McCagnan was, was uh, really put this team in a hole, I would say. Um, but Joe Douglas, at least I, I, I see some positive signs moving forward that, that he knows what he's doing. Kyle, let's talk draft because, as I said before, you and I both have a lot of fun with these mock draft simulators. Now, you don't have to give me specific players. If there are some that you like, you can throw them in. But the Jets obviously have a lot of draft capital going into this April. They've got the number four overall pick, the number 10 overall pick, the number 35 overall pick, the number 38 overall pick. Those come not only from themselves, but courtesy of trades with Seattle for Jamal Adams and Carolina for Sam Darnold. And then they've got two picks in the fourth round, a pick in the third, two picks in the fifth. So they're loaded for bear. What would your strategy be heading into the draft? Well, I think uh, I think up top, going along with what Joe, the Joe Douglas thing we we're talking about, all of these, all of these mocks, I'm not talking about simulators, I'm talking about professional Mockers, whether it's uh, you know uh, Mel Kuyper or uh, you know uh, there there's some other ones out there ESPN or CBS or whatever you want to look, they're not picking Derek Stingley at number four. I think they can just drop that. That's not going to happen. Joe Douglas does not necessarily, and, and Salah's system for that matter does not need 
this type of, you know, man on an island press corner who can, you know, shadow a guy all the way down the field. He doesn't necessarily run a system like that. Um, what he does need is a pass rusher. So I think I think it, if you see Hutchinson or Thibodeau drop, that's a no brainer right off the bat. Um, but I th- but I think that, you know, even Karlaftis would be a consideration, even though I personally don't not a big fan of uh, going with Karlaftis. Um, but I think that if you get, if you get one of those pass rushers, no brainer. Um, but I, but I think Hamilton is the one exception, Kyle Hamilton, the safety out of Notre Dame, because what, what Hamilton does is he allows you a ton of versatility in your coverage. And like that, that is, I think that's the one thing where if you go, well, if you do get Kyle Hamilton at four, it allows you to really be a lot more aggressive with some of your other moves and a lot, leave your options a lot more open, whether it be trade downs or picking up offensive linemen that you think is just, they fell for some reason and you want to pick up, you know, an Evan Neal at 10 or whatever. I don't, you know, I'm just giving you an example. Um, so Hamilton is the only defensive back that I consider a number four possibility for the Jets. I mean, it, it, I'm not saying that they will do that, um, but I think for me, it just makes a ton of sense. Um, but I think like at the number 10 or a trade down into the teens, I think you, I think you have to consider Linderbaum. Um, I really think the inside of that line, if you get Linderbaum in there um, in particular, uh, I think, I think what happens is that him and a and AVT uh, would be just like great, great together. Um and I think that, you know, even even you can add somebody like Zion Johnson for the right guard at the second round. I think that combo, that that interior, you don't have you can, it's almost set it and forget it. I, I think that, that you can't really undervalue that um, sort of just plug and play offensive line from the interior outward. And then you can worry about the tackles where if Mekhi Becton is not really in there. Uh, you know, you, you can have Fant or you can have some of these other guys. Um, and especially with their zone zone uh, blocking ste- scheme, I think like your interior guys with the pulling and everything like that to also as well, um, you're going to want like the right guys in the middle of that line. Um, so I'm re- that's what I'm really big on. And I think the other thing is when it comes to the safeties, you've got to have guys who could have good mobility good judgment on this and who can play the zone and have good judgment on the seams. So I think either Hamilton or Jaquan Brisker, uh, I like Petrie a little bit later. Um, but some of these big guys like Jordan, well, Jordan battles out uh, of the draft, unfortunately. Um, but just some of these strong safeties who are just good box guys or whatever, not, not what the jets need. We have a couple of those guys from last draft. So that's going to, strategy and I, and I like some of these corners you, you know once you get one of these inside guys like Linderbaum or uh, hopefully Thibodeau or Hutchinson like that's the dream I'm not saying it will happen that's just the dream scenario um, you got to get one of these guys and I'm really like Sauce Gardner mm-hmm. um, if you can get a trade down from 10 and pick up Ahmad Gardner that's great um, McDuffie obviously is kind of a no-brainer if he's still there in the second round or, and somebody else isn't there that fell that you don't expect, like a Traylon Burks or one of these other big receivers. If you can get Zach Wilson a number one in one of these four top picks, I think that's that's great, but I would not waste the first round 
particularly unless you trade down and get a later first round, if that makes sense. I tend to agree with you. I like Sauce Gardner a lot. My preference at number 10 would be finding a way to get him. And then as you said at the top, I'd love to get a pass rusher, whether it's Thibodeau or Hutchinson. So we'll see if one of those guys falls or maybe Douglas moves up a spot to grab one. It all depends on how it develops. I love Zion Johnson too, so there's another possibility, as you brought up, for the interior. If they don't get Linderbaum, or even if they do, then they could have a dominant interior. And then, of course, as far as getting Zach Wilson a number one receiver, there's also the option of getting him a stud tight end, and I know you and I both like Trey McBride from Colorado State, so that's another weapon that they could play with potentially in the second round. So many different ways the Jets could go, And ultimately, this is a huge offseason. Whether or not they're able to use their pieces properly and put themselves in the right position to truly be an ascending franchise is what we're waiting to see. And we're waiting to see that with your other teams as well. The Knicks haven't won a championship in almost 50 years. The Jets haven't won a championship in over 50 years. And the Mets haven't won one in about 35 years. So all of these teams... It's been a while. Which of those three do you think, Kyle, is going to win a championship first? Got to go with the Mets. I, I think they're they're on the ascendancy, and I think they finally have an owner who's not afraid to pull out a checkbook and sort of go uh, go go uh, blow for blow with the Yankees across town. So the days of the lull Mets are over. I think within a couple of years, you'll see them battling for the World Series and we'll eventually get one. We got to get one before DeGrom's time is up. And now we have Mad Max. So look out. They'll, they'll, be, they'll be a lot different. And I just think like those competitors in there in the middle of the, in the, middle of the uh, Mets rotation are going to do wonders for, this, for that club. Kyle Becker, thanks so much for coming on. Really appreciate it. Talking a little Jets offseason. We'll have to have you back soon. Meantime, follow him on Twitter at Kyle A. Becker. Also, check out everything we're doing at playlikeajet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. The Thunder from Down Under. Luke Grant has got some great videos up there right now. You heard Kyle talk about Traylon Burks, the wide receiver out of Arkansas. Just mentioned Trey McBride, the tight end out of Colorado State. We've got prospect breakdowns of both of them up on our YouTube channel, courtesy of Luke. We're going to have a bunch more coming up over the next couple of weeks and months leading up to the draft as well. So watch the videos and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. We've got the Zach Says Go Long shirt, the Bless You Thank You Quinn and Williams John Franklin Myers shirt, the Zach the Ripper shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, mugs, hoodies. It's all there. T public.com that's t-e-e-public.com and make sure you give us a five-star review for the podcast on itunes if you haven't done that already easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing doesn't take you much time doesn't cost you any money but it goes a long way to help us out so if you go ahead and do that for us we'd be quite grateful and for the latest and greatest the new york jets podcast and content you know where to go that's play like a jet digital and play like a jet.com Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay. Round two. Name something that's not boring. 
a laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus, terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.